Hey, boo friend, it's your girl Maria, the Spiritual Homegirl. We're back with episode 318 of the Spiritual Homegirl podcast. Now, before we get started, y'all know I can't do any podcast episode without thanking you all for listening. So thank you for listening, boo friends. Out of the tens and thousands of podcasts that are out there in podcast land, you choose to leave me your ears for the last 318 plus episodes for the last six and a half years at your convenience. <laughs> and I really appreciate that. I need to change the rating on my podcast. You know, back in the day, I used to be explicit, right? I used to use language that was not, you know, family friendly. And as I get older, and you know, we've been doing this for the better part of 10 years now, we'll be on year seven in September. I just feel really glad that I can convey my thoughts in ways that are authentic, but also not in ways that, you know, don't always involve profanity. That makes me very happy. I don't know if you all noticed, but over the last few years, I've, I've slowly been growing out of that. And, you know, sometimes you got to use certain words when it's necessary, but these days, I don't really feel like it is necessary. So I just wanted to kind of big up myself for that. <laughs> also, if you have not gotten my zero, um, I keep wanting to call it zero. Regret zero. If you have not gotten my regret zero checklist, what are you waiting on? Okay, I love the life that I live. It ain't perfect, but it's mine and it's awesome. And for those that are curious to know why and how I'm able to do that, um, click the link in my show notes so you can get a checklist as to how you can do so. Okay. And, um, I'm really excited about that too, because people have been wanting to pick my brain for a very long time. And because I don't have the capacity to kind of kick it in and things like that, like I used to in terms of just, you know, answering a bunch of DMs and just having conversations and things like that, because I don't have the capacity to do that as much. I figured the checklist would be a good way for me to answer a lot of people's questions in one shot. So again, Click the link in my show notes, get that regret zero checklist and um, tap in. Let's live life a little joyfully, a little more healthy. OK, so I wanted to do a Monday motivation episode because y'all know Homegirl Thursday is when I normally drop and Monday motivation is kind of my bonus. And I've been having a lot on my brain that's been really good. I'm in a really good place and I just feel like, you know, why not create more stuff? I'm going to talk to y'all about that, too, because um, I kind of had to do some reflection about, you know, content creation and where I stood with that and what I ultimately wanted with Spiritual Homegirl. And I will be sharing that with y'all sooner than later. But today's Monday motivation is just a, a, a reminder that comparison is the thief of joy. The worst thing, one of the worst things that you can do to your self-esteem is keep comparing it to other people. We were not built for this. Again, this is just homegirl opinion. You're free to agree or disagree. But as I always say, I'm going to get these points off regardless. I don't think we were put on this earth to sit here and constantly measure up, measure up, measure up, measure up against other people. I have been of the mindset for many years now, even before I was cognizant of what I was doing, of always putting myself as competition. I don't know if it was my ego in my younger days where I just never wanted somebody to feel like I ever was competing with them ever because there are some people who thought I was competing with them and then they would call me arrogant or delusional when I had to remind them, no, I'm actually not competing with you because you're not that relevant. You're never going to be more important to me <laughs> than me. And, <laughs> and I still feel that way though. That's the thing, no matter how much I grow and no matter where I go, I'm going to always let people know that I'm number one, bro, period. Yes, that was a poem. That was a poem. I'm number one in my life, meaning that I'm not going to sit here and reduce myself to being number two under nobody. 
Even if I'm number two in somebody else's eyes, it's irrelevant because at the end of the day, it's me and then it's me and then it's me and then it's me and then it's me. I'm fourth, fifth, third, second, and first place. I'm not worrying about nobody else and I'm not worrying about no other women either. And the reason why I'm bringing up women specifically is because as women, we tend to do that. We look at the girls on social media and I say, wait, because I'm never above my own advice, even though I clearly just said my pride and my ego allows me to kind of stay focused on myself and mind my business, not worry about no other woman. Um, But when it comes to women, right, we do this. We do this aesthetically, especially we do this on social media. Now, granted, you could say, Maria, you got a pretty decent body. Your hair is pretty long. You kind of, you know, you kind of look a little, and somebody told me that a few people over the years was like, it's easy for you to say because you're cute and that's a matter of opinion. But even, you know, there's always somebody who going to think that somebody looks better than the other. I'm pretty sure there's plenty of people who think that other women look better than me. It doesn't matter to me though, because at the end of the day, I'm enough. I am enough and that's okay. I don't ever want to feel like I need to compare myself to another woman and say, I'm better than her. I'm enough now. She has less than me or her, her body ain't as nice as mine or her hair is not as long as mine or she got something wrong with her teeth. I'm better than her. To me, I just think that's a thief of joy only because if you have to like exalt yourself on the backs of other women, you got to figure out where you went wrong with your self-esteem. And again, this is from a homegirl loving perspective. Where did you go wrong in how you view yourself to where you constantly need to backbite or you constantly need to put down other women to feel better? Where did you lose your roots to where you have to kind of parasite on somebody else? That's, that's parasitic in nature. The grammar was off on that one. But where did you become a, par- a parasite to where you have to do that with other women? When did you stop being a host and when did you become a parasite? Because again, loving, lovingly speaking, That's parasitic behavior by nature. If you look at it, that's textbook parasitic behavior. But the beautiful thing about these kind of things is that you can change it whenever you decide you're tired of being a parasite. Sometimes some of us don't get tired of doing stuff until we're just sick and tired. Sometimes we hit an energetic rock bottom to where it's like, yo, this is pathetic. (laughs) Like I got to do better than this. And it's okay. It's just a matter of, you know, when you get tired of it. Some people say, oh, it's natural for people to have competition. Since when? Somebody tell me, when did we stop being able to support each other? And when did we stop being able to say, hey, I'm happy for that person without feeling like we have to compare ourselves to them? It's a normal reaction, but who made it normal is my thing. And that's another thing I've been challenging with a lot of mental health concepts and feelings too. It's like, okay, normalize X, Y, Z. Okay, cool. But who made it normal to begin with? And what feels natural to you? Because just because something is normal, don't make it right. I mean, slavery was, (laughs) I mean, hello, slavery was normal for hundreds of years and that isn't right at all. So my thing is, and again, this is a very nuanced conversation when it comes to norms and things of that nature. But I always implore people and myself included to say, you know, okay, that can be norm or, or normalized, but who or what made that normal to begin with? And then it always goes back to, like I said, what feels innate and natural to you where you know it feels right to you. So it's just a lot of little things there. Um, But again, very nuanced conversation. But, you know, and then other times, sometimes, you know, we compare ourselves to other women because of a man or or a woman or a person that, you know, we're interested in or dating. And my thing is, when it comes to that, who you have the bond with is who holds the responsibility to me. 
Everybody can have their parts to play. But when it comes to the bulk of who got the bag, when 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 everything is going on, the person that should be caught the most red-handed, so to speak, or the one that should be sharing the most of the responsibility should be the person you have to bond with. So is it really about that other woman messing with the man you like or messing with your dude or your boo or your girl or whoever you're dealing with? Is it is it really about that other person or is it about what your partner is doing or not doing? Is it less about, oh, you dealing with her because or them or him or whoever? Oh, you dealing with so and so because of X, Y, Z. Is it because of that or is it because of them and what they're doing? Sometimes we kind of have our focus on the wrong things. We worry about what this person looks like and how we don't look like that person. Or we worry about what that person does for their part or for our partner that we don't do for our partner. You know what I mean? Like we, we kind of start comparing ourselves to them, not realizing it's that partner that broke the bond to begin with. And then, you know, y'all can have the conversation as to what y'all going to do, what needs were being met, what needs were not being met, why the, the bond was broken, why the agreement was not necessarily honored, et cetera, et cetera, for, for those that are monogamous, by the way. Um, poly folks, this ain't for y'all. <laughs> Unless y'all got agreements like like that. I mean, yeah, poly folks got agreements. Let me not let me not get to the line. Polyamorous folks have, well, the, the ethical ones, the ethical non-monogamous folks have agreements as well. So it's it's still the same thing. But again, because we'll compare ourselves, we'll forget that the actual issue is not about the person, so to speak, in totality. It's about the cause of why that's even happening, which is somebody dishonoring the bond and the agreement. Another thing that we'll compare on is money. Um, Y'all know money is made up to a degree, but we operate within it because we got to. <laughs> It is what it is. You know what I mean? Like, come on now. When you think about the, the value of money, it was made up. Now, granted, there's some, some great lessons to be learned about money and the connection of Mother Earth, depending on your spiritual ideology. I've learned some great things about, you know, money and how it's been tied to the earth and how you can honor and respect it and things like that. But sometimes we'll look at money and be jealous of folks or compare ourselves to folks. And it's just like, why? You don't know what people have to go through to get where they're going. Or to get where they are. There's so much sacrifice. So many front end costs. So many back end costs. Some people literally have to compromise their integrity. I call that selling their soul. Some people have to compromise their entire integrity and sell their soul to get the very thing that you feel like you ain't got enough of. And you're devaluing yourself based on that. Why? You don't know what that person had to go through to get them followers. <laughs> or to get those labels. Or to get the money or the car. You don't know. The relationship goes. I want a relationship like so-and-so. No, you don't. You don't know what those folks is going through. You don't know what happens behind closed doors. Don't let them pictures fool you. Don't get to comparing. Be happy with where you are. Or if you're not happy with where you are, discover where you want to be and not compare yourself in the process. You're going to be miserable the entire time. Imagine you sitting there as dope as you are. And you feel a way because a person you don't know is showing a life that you don't know nothing about behind closed doors. And you feel inadequate. Uh-uh. If you need to get some help to talk to somebody about that, a mental health professional, peer support specialist, spiritual advisor, minister, whoever it is that can help you with that, please seek that out. And I'm not even being shady. I'm saying that with love. Because at some point, we have to remember that, like I said earlier, we are enough. 
regardless of what everybody else is doing, regardless of what everybody else is presenting, positioning, showing, whether it's authentic, whether it's not, whether it appears ideal by whatever standards, Eurocentric, Afrocentric, whatever it is, the day we start diminishing ourselves because of what somebody else has, because we think they have more, not even knowing the full scope of the situation, we're putting ourselves in a position to always be losing in the game of self-esteem. You want to win. Self-esteem is a very nuanced concept and it's not always something that people are born with. It's not always something that's going to be strong 100%. But what I'm not into at this point in the game is harming yourself by your own hand. And that is whether it's spiritual harm, emotional harm, or mental harm. I'm not into self-sabotage. It can be a... Hmm. Because again, we talked about norms, right? It can be a quote-unquote normal concept. It doesn't mean that has to be your normal concept. It doesn't have to be something that you adopt. It can be normal for some. But again, some is never all, never all. So I'm curious to know if that is you, when will you stop making that your norm? Again, like I said, this is the year where we not accepting less from people. And that includes ourselves. This is the year where we get it together. This is the year where we slowly breath by breath, day by day, work on our self-esteem. This is the year where we stop scrolling people's profiles, checking up on folks, trying to be nosy, doing stuff. This is the day and the year where we stop going back and forth, trying to figure out how come my body don't look like this girl or how come my hair don't look like this girl or how come I can't find a man or a partner like this girl? How come I don't make enough money like this girl? How come I don't dress like this girl? How come I don't drive with this girl drive? That's that's out. That's out. All that's going to do is put you in a cycle of misery. Because the only thing you're going to be worried about is what other people are doing and why you ain't got what they got. This is the year where you get your own. And you know what's more valuable than all the stuff I mentioned? Personal power, confidence, self-esteem, spiritual strength, faith. That's the rich part of being in this type of energy. Who cares what somebody else got? Well, you know that at the end of the day, you protect it. You covered. You know who you are. You know who your your values are. You know what your values are. You know exactly what you come on earth to do. And even if you don't know, you're comfortable knowing that you're down to figure it out. To me, that's rich. That's sexy. That's fly. That's a perfect or a couple goals. <laughs> Having a relationship with yourself that's fly like that. To me, that's the pinnacle. To me, that's success. That's excellence. Because you'd be surprised. A lot of folks that have the material do not have the spiritual. Just something to chew on. (laughs) So I just want you to sit with that, okay? This is the day where we get it together. This is the day where we work on our self-esteem. This is the day where we decide that we want more for ourselves and less about wanting what other people have. This is where we get clear about how we feel about ourselves and we start working on that. Comparison can't be natural or normal for some, but will it be natural or normal for you? Especially when you're using it to determine your worth? Marinate on that for a little bit. So with that being said, this has been another episode of the Spiritual Homegirl Podcast. If you have not gotten the 
regrets zero checklist check the link in my show notes and tap in okay where y'all think i'm getting this from <laughs> i mean i'm just saying it's time to talk okay i have a lot to say and i'm in such a i mean i'm in a good place anyway i've always been kind of in a good place even in the midst of the storms or hurricanes that have <laughs> descended upon my life but the beauty the beauty of it is again i've not regretted anything my mistakes have been they've been they've been my lessons to learn and to help others with and it's been awesome to be able to know that at the end of the day i'm living a life where i know that no matter what i've done my best with the things within my control and that's what makes me happy so i decided to do this checklist to help people you know find it in their own ways so again click the link in my show notes and tap in okay so this has been another episode of the spiritual homegirl podcast my name is maria the spiritual homegirl and remember trust the journey and trust yourself and whatever you do do it with love okay love y'all peace